Chapter 4 From Laodicea to Life More Abundant My Story Moving Toward the Promised Land I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10, 10. Growing up, I envied the spiritual enthusiasm, passion, and success I saw in the lives of those who converted from unbelief into Christianity. As I read the stories, I would ask myself, why can't we be so excited about God and about truth? Doug Batchelor was once lost without purpose. While growing up with everything that money could buy and experimenting with all kinds of things along the way, it wasn't until he ended up in a mountain cave that he discovered the biblical truths that set him on fire. Now he leads a ministry that touches millions. David Asherick was a skateboarding punk rocker who cared nothing about God. After reading the book The Great Controversy, his life forever changed as he recognized that God designed him for a distinct purpose. Now he puts all his energy and strength into passionately preaching the gospel and has impacted countless people for the Lord. Cherry Peters was once a despair-filled drug addict on the streets of Southern California. After discovering the love of God, she went from the streets to the television studio where she now spends her days sharing the power of the gospel and helping others find healing and restoration through her own television program airing on Three Angels Broadcasting Network. Ivor Myers was a hip-hop recording artist on the verge of making millions when God called him out of the music industry to share the gospel. Now, as a pastor and internationally sought-after speaker, God is using him to impact the lives of people around the world. It's because of his inspiration in the initiative Operation Global Reign that we now have the yearly 10 days of prayer for the worldwide church. What a difference this has made for so many. One of my favorite testimonies come from my friend and mentor in ministry, Pastor Paul Ratsara. Pastor Ratsara grew up as a pagan idol worshiper in Madagascar. He and his family lived under the constant stress of trying to appease the spirits of their dead ancestors, and he was being trained in the science of witchcraft when God rescued him from darkness. Not only did God save him spiritually and lead him into service as an Adventist minister, but he also saved his physical life countless times. Many of his amazing adventures, including being poisoned by jealous relatives and being shot at by military rebels are recorded in the book, Kidnapped. Pastor Ratsara, now serving as the president of the Southern Africa Indian Ocean Division, recognizes what we've been given in the gospel and why being a Seventh-day Adventist is significant today. As a result, his faith and enthusiasm in ministry has impacted thousands throughout the world church. It is because of his direct influence and encouragement that I'm writing this book today. Stories like his and others inspire me as nothing else. They make me want to be more faithful by pointing me to the incredible God we serve. In contrast to the testimonies mentioned here, my testimony may seem very dull. I didn't grow up on the stage, rocking out, living in a cave or doing drugs. I didn't have to worry about appeasing the spirits of my dead ancestors, nor did I have jealous relatives trying to poison me. 
rather than spending the early years of my life dodging bullets or escaping what seemed like certain death, I was raised in the lukewarm Seventh-day Adventist Church of the modern West, rich and increased with goods, and thinking we had need of nothing when in actuality we were poor, blind, and naked. While my Adventist roots reach back close to five generations, because of the spiritual apathy that I saw in the church during my young years, being a Seventh-day Adventist wasn't that attractive to me. Oh, I believed the doctrines, kept the Sabbath, and loved our daily family worships when my father would read the Bible to us, but I didn't really enjoy attending church. However, I didn't give up on the church, for something deeper in my heart told me that God desired more for His people and more for me. Thanks to the prayers of my parents, who steadfastly held on to their faith, I was convicted to give my heart to Christ at a young age, and from then on, I knew that God was calling me to work for Him. But it wasn't until my high school years, away at a little school called Oklahoma Academy, that I really became excited about being a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. There it was that prayer became much more real and personal to me, and there it was that I began to develop a solid foundation for my faith. As a result of my increasing desire to serve the Lord throughout high school and into college, I got involved in anything and everything that I thought would grow my spiritual walk. I was active in young adult groups, volunteered in multiple ministries, got involved in leading scripture memory programs, wrote articles, and fell in love with missions, traveling here and there around the world. I loved adventure, and as a result, not long after high school, I attended Bible College in Norway and even spent a few months teaching school as a student missionary in the jungles of South America. Through my college years, my relationship with God continued to grow, and I moved forward, tackling life and my studies with enthusiasm and passion. I studied nursing at Southern Adventist University, and although the program was extremely challenging, and I lost almost a month of classes due to sickness from pushing myself so hard, God still blessed, and I ended up graduating summer cum laude with highest honors. After graduation, I began to work not far from my family as a registered nurse. Whenever opportunity arose, I continued traveling and doing mission work. I held evangelism meetings in Kenya, did medical work in Egypt, taught English to elementary students in South Korea, and the list went on. While I was sincerely seeking to serve the Lord through a series of difficult circumstances that really tested my faith, God slowly began to open my eyes to my need of a much deeper experience with Him. In January 2007, I was providentially led to attend a small discipleship retreat with about 15 other young adults. The focus was simply on getting to know Christ through His Word, and we shared a powerful weekend. In addition to studying the Bible all day, we spent our evenings praying together. We prayed long into the night for loved ones, for spiritual victory, for deeper understanding of God's Word, and most importantly, for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives. One of my personal prayer requests was for God to give me a deeper understanding and appreciation of the cross. This may seem strange, as I'd been a Christian my whole life, but my heart had always felt numb to what Christ had done on Calvary. It didn't touch me personally. 
As the Bible study and intense prayer continued over the weekend, my faith slowly grew and I began to fall in love with my Savior as never before. Returning home, I continued to immerse myself in God's Word and to spend more and more time in fervent prayer. It was at this point that I really began earnestly daring to ask God for more spiritually. But it wasn't until the following year that God really began to work. First, He had to show me how desperately I needed Him. 